Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Getting ready for a game six, which is coming up in just a little bit in Boston. Will it be the last game? of the NBA season, and then next week we've got the uh, NBA draft. U.S. Open, Adam Hadwin is in the lead, the Canadian at four under par. Callum Tarrin in a group at three under par that includes Rory McIlroy. i got to be honest, I've never even heard of Adam Howard Hadwin from Canada or Tarrin. Uh, I haven't heard of those guys. i I got to be honest. Rory McIlroy I think I've heard of. Um, but I don't like a U.S. Open where there are so many players under par. That does not feel like a U.S. Open. I know the course will probably get more difficult, but I'm I'm not. I don't like to see players shoot four under par on a U.S. Open course. Uh, By the way, if you're keeping score at home, uh, Phil Mickelson was horrible uh, today, and barring a miracle tomorrow, uh, he will not be around for the weekend. Phil was horrible. Absolutely awful. Near the bottom of the leaderboard, shooting an eight over par 78. Terrible. Terrible round uh, of golf for Phil. All right. NBA tonight. You think it's going to be the last game of the year? You think the Warriors go into Boston? Or do you think we get down to a game seven on Sunday? What a day that would be, huh? Happy Father's Day. Going to watch. Off all day, then I'm going to watch game seven of the NBA Finals. So give me your thoughts. Hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we'll be happy uh, to put you right on. But, you know, a lot going on. That's for darn sure. You know, when you got the U.S. Open and, you know, everything going on with the uh, Live Golf Tour. Uh, by the way, tomorrow on my podcast, part two of my conversation with Tim Brando. So we're going to talk with Tim. That is coming up tomorrow, uh, and we'll get you ready for the weekend. Also. Uh, some Father's Day memories on tomorrow's show right here on Listen Up. So looking forward to that. Hope you are on your way to a great weekend. If you are a dad, happy Father's Day in advance. And uh, if not, you have some special memories of you and your dad, uh, particularly in terms of a a sports moment or moments or what it meant to you. We can uh, talk about that today uh, or tomorrow. So those are some of the topics today. Again, we have certainly... Uh, got a lot to talk about. I did a show uh, this morning with uh, Eric Burns and Sean Salisbury on No Filter Network. Uh, I put that up on my podcast platform and on my website, if you don't like that.com. So if you want, you can go check that out. Uh, very uh, enlightening conversation with both of those guys. You know, when's the NFL going to make a decision? 
on Deshaun Watson, right? I mean, it's June 16th for crying out loud. When are we going to have a decision on Watson? What's the NFL waiting for, right? What's the NFL waiting for? Like, what's taking so long? Let's go, you know? What are you going to do? You're going to wait until the day before training camp opens? I don't think Watson's playing. I don't, I, I, I don't see that. Then what do the Browns do? Baker Mayfield going to be your starting quarterback? Can you imagine that? Here's what else would be amazing. Can you imagine Baker Mayfield being the Browns starting quarterback and having a tremendous year? Think about what that would be like. <laughs> right? How crazy would that be? Hey, you know, I, I'm not putting anything past anyone in 2022. Just not going to do it. Not going to do it. All right. Uh, again, I want to hear from you. Hit your hand icon, raise your hand, and I will be happy to put you uh, right on. Again, we've got a lot to talk about, the Warriors and the Celtics, with tip-off coming up in about one hour. Uh, the officials, Zach Zarber, will be uh, the crew chief in the game tonight with John Goble and David Guthrie. So we'll see if uh, they have an impact on the way the game is called. You know, from Boston's perspective, uh, it's, you know, all hands on deck. And I don't know what to expect from the Boston Celtics. I really don't. You know, I thought when you go back to the last round, they were in a position up 3-2 at home and a chance to beat the number one seed Miami Heat. And they lost. And they got off to a horrible start in that game. And then, of course, we know they went to Miami and won a game seven. But you're not going to Golden State in all likelihood and winning a game seven there. All right. I, I would say the chances of that are not very good. So I still like the Warriors to win this series before it started. I picked them to win in seven uh, for this. And I also said that in order for Boston to win the championship, they'd have to win twice on the Warriors' home floor. And that's exactly where we're at. They're going to have to win, obviously, tonight and tomorrow to win it, and Sunday to win that championship. So, you know, again, people talking about Curry's not going to have two bad games in a row. Uh, but, you know, this we automatically assume Andrew Wiggins is going to have a good game. Where's Clay Thompson going to be at? You know, what about the bench of Poole? What about Peyton? Here we go. Game six tonight uh, in Boston. So a lot going on. You know, you got the U.S. Open at Brookline in Massachusetts. You got the uh, Celtics hosting the Warriors. Pretty much an action-packed sports night. Oh, yeah, by the way, uh, the Red Sox lost to the Oakland A's 4-3. So just, you know, why not throw in a little bit of baseball while we're at it as well? Speaking of the uh, Red Sox, I am delighted to let everyone know that they are very far behind the New York Yankees, 13 games off the pace. That's if you happen to be keeping score uh, at home. I also said this to Eric Burns and Sean Salisbury today on No Filter. The Yankees are having a historic season, historic. But if they don't win the World Series, so what? You know, I mean, look at what the Dodgers and the Giants did last year. And then they met in the divisional round and the Dodgers win. And then they lose in the NLCS to Atlanta. If you're a Dodgers fan, despite winning, what, 106 games, was it, last year? Do you consider that a successful season? I don't. 
I wouldn't. I don't. I don't. Yeah, if I'm a fan of the Dodgers, I don't look at that as a successful season. To me, when you're a fan of the Dodgers or the Yankees, and you have that type of payroll, and you don't make it to the World Series, I'm sorry, that's not a successful season. And as a Yankee fan, and they haven't won in what? Since 2009, I'm sorry, if the Yankees win 120 games this year and don't don't win the World Series, I'm not going to go, oh, boy, they were great during the regular season. No, uh-uh. Uh-uh. with that payroll, they should. They should. I'm not saying they should win it every year, but if they don't get to the World Series this year, I'm not going to look back and go, oh, yeah, you know, what, what a great regular season. And Aaron Judge hit, you know, X number of home runs. I don't look at it that way. You know, again, 46 and 16 is the real freaking deal. We get that. But I don't care. You're supposed to be good. That's why you have the payroll that you have. I'm not going to sit there and, you know, they, they don't hand out trophies uh, for winning the regular season. Doesn't mean anything. Go ask the Florida Panthers in the National Hockey League this year. They won the President's Trophy, best record, most points in the National Hockey League. They scored three goals, all right, in the second round against Tampa and lost. Think about that for a minute. You know, you think people in Fort Lauderdale are talking about what a great season the Florida Panthers had? If they are, they're delusional, all right? It's not a great season. Not a great season at all. So, again, let's hear from you. Hit your hand icon. Uh, we'll put you right on. Who do you like tonight? Do you think this series is going back to San Francisco for game seven and anything else that's going on? Again, NFL, we're waiting for the NFL to rule on Deshaun Watson. I don't think there's any way in the world the NFL is letting Deshaun Watson step onto the field. I, I just don't. Don't see it at all. Stanley Cup came to Saturday. And again, the U.S. Open, all that we can talk about today. All right, why don't we start off the show? we got a couple of people that want to talk, and I love that when they call the show. And we say a good afternoon to Eli. Hello, Eli. How are you? Hey, Grant. Good. How are you doing? I'm good, buddy. What's up? Hey, um, so for tonight, I think that the Warriors will likely close it out. Um, I predicted uh, the Warriors in six at the beginning, possibly five. Obviously, five isn't going to happen. But I think if Curry played as bad as he did last time and they still won, then it's really hard to see Boston winning at this point because obviously the Warriors can win whether or not Curry plays well. You know, So it seems to me like it's probably a done deal. Well, Boston won game one when Jason Tatum couldn't put the ball in the ocean. Now, we did have 13 assists in that game, but think about that. Who would have thought that the Celtics could have gone in the, uh, the Warriors' home floor and win a game without Jason Tatum scoring, but they did. That's true. That's true. I, I don't know that they, they're going to be able to replicate that, though. You know, the Warriors still have that edge, and they're probably just looking yeah. to close it out tonight. And that's that's what I think will happen. But, you know, I could be wrong. <laughs> no, yeah, Eli, you know what? I, I don't disagree with you. I, I do think the Warriors, if I if you said you absolutely have to pick who's going to win tonight, I would pick the Warriors. A couple of things that lean me a little skeptical that way is, you know, the Celtics had not lost back-to-back games since, what, January? And now they've lost back-to-back games. So... They've gone almost a half year without losing back-to-back games. Now, all of a sudden, they're going to lose three games in a row. I mean, the odds say that they won't, but I just look at both these rosters, and I think the Warriors are just a little bit better. Yeah, absolutely. So they'll probably get their championship tonight, and uh, they're probably not done. They might come back next year and be in a strong position to repeat. 
I don't think there's any question about that. Uh, have you gotten involved in the uh, NBA draft next week? I'm seeing a lot of mock drafts, and it seems like the uh, quote-unquote experts are all over the place on the order of the top five picks. No, I haven't followed that at all, actually. What, what's your take on that so far? Well, I've seen a couple of uh, people talk about the Kings uh, taking uh, Chet Holmgren out of uh, Gonzaga. I wouldn't take him any way in the world. Uh, he's not going to be ready. He's not going to be a guy that you're going to be able to really rely on for a couple of years. He's 195 pounds and seven feet tall. That doesn't translate into the NBA right now. And I don't think the Kings have time to wait. So I, for one, am not on the uh, that bandwagon from Sacramento's perspective. Okay. And who else are they looking at? Well, there are a couple of other players. I mean, uh, you know, Ivy's name keeps on popping up. That's one. I mean, I guess the biggest issue is we keep on uh, the, the uh, Bancaro out of Duke is another player that if he's available at four, I think would be attractive. I've been on the record of saying I would trade the pick. I don't think the Kings can afford uh, to miss on mm -hmm. the draft again. I would trade if, they, if, if that is a coveted pick, and I think it will be, personally, I would trade it and get an established player and maybe an additional pick uh, I would get a player that I already know is good in the NBA right now, as opposed to guessing that I think a player is going to be good in the NBA. That's what I would do if I were Monty McNair. Okay, so do you think, um, based on what you know so far, is this year's draft class, does it look like it's going to be a pretty strong one historically or a weaker one, maybe about average? No, it's, 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 it's classified as good. I don't think it's classified as great. It's not classified as weak. Um, so most, most say it's okay. good, but... You know, we, we've heard that in the past. You know, I remember when, you know, the Jason Tatum draft, you know, everyone was raving about how good that draft was going to be. Well, think about it. Uh, Markel Fultz went number one, pretty much a bust. Lonzo Ball went two, not even on the Lakers anymore. Tatum yep. went three after the trade with Philadelphia. Josh Jackson went four to Phoenix, bust. Darren Fox went five to Sacramento. Good, but not great. So, you know, everyone was projecting what a tremendous draft that was going to be. And we look back on it and it wasn't that good of a draft. So, you know, I, you just got to wait and see how it all turns out. Yeah, fair enough. Well, I'm not going to hold my breath on the Kings getting a good pick, yep. you know. For <laughs> hey, you have a good one. You take care. Thanks for calling. All right. All right. All right. Be good. Let's get to uh, some more phone calls right here on the Thursday edition of uh, Listen Up. And we say hello to Jeff. Jeff, good afternoon. Hope you're doing well today, Jeff. What's up? Oh, I'm doing okay, Grant, with all the the dogs and everything. We had uh, we rescued a, a deer, a baby fawn, and we took it to Loomis today to a, a, res a rescue. And they save over 200 uh, little guys a year, 200 uh, fawns. Wow. So we rescued it from up there in the hills in Dobbins. My wife uh, went up. That, that was Look our day so far. But anyways, I want to talk about a few things. First of all, I'm not surprised. I heard the news today. This kid comes out and says, hell no, I'm not going to the Kings. This Jaden, Jalen, or what's his name? Ivy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're talking about Jaden Ivy, the shooting guard out of Purdue. Yeah. <laughs> they're, already lined, yeah. they're already lining up. Well, they're, I, they're probably the next thing they're going to refuse to come for tryouts. <laughs> Why would it, why would anybody want to play for Sacramento? I mean, that's the reputation they have. It's a, it's a mess of an organization. Everyone knows it. Agents know it. I mean, why, why would players, if they had their way, want to go play for Sacramento? I mean, they wouldn't. So that's why you're hearing that from the agent of Jade and Ivy. Yeah, yeah the, the one that has the owner, he goes, sits bench courtside behind the Warriors bench during the playoffs. Yep. Yep. <laughs> well, it's a... It's embarrassing. It's what it is. It's embarrassing. There's no other way to say it. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Well, 
for tonight's game, I personally think it's going to come to down to turnovers and who makes the most three-pointers. Turnovers is really key. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, I think when the Warriors take care of the basketball, they are so hard to beat. So I'm with you on that. I think turnovers is going to be a real key in this game. I think that's very accurate. And I believe that's one of the only stats that there's a deviant uh, of, of difference, pretty much big difference in their stats so far uh, because uh, the Celtics Correct. have been hurting themselves, which is kind of odd because they're, they're, uh, they were supposed to be the better defensive team. So, mm-hmm. and uh, the last uh, other thing I wanted to talk about, oh, uh, Mr. Mickelson is uh, eight over today. Uh, yeah, he's going to have to shoot like a 65 tomorrow to be, well, maybe not a 65. Well, pretty much. He's not going to be around for the weekend. He's going to miss the cut, obviously. Do you think he's just disinterested? The pressure got to him of this LIV or he's just... No, he didn't play competitive golf for four months. And I think that, you know, when you don't play competitive golf for four months, it's not like getting back on the bike. So I think his long layoff is the reason for, and he's had a lot of distractions too. If you want to talk about, you know, the difficult press conferences, it can't be easy. I'm sure it's easy when you look at your bank account, but I don't know if you saw this. And I talked about this on my show I did this morning on No Filter Network. And I think I may have talked about it yesterday too. I can't remember because I'm doing so many things right now. But, you know, Bob Costas uh, called the money that the players on the Live Tour are getting blood money, as did Phil Mushnick of the New York Post. Bob Costas had a oh. phenomenal rant on this situation and called it blood money. So, you know, I'm sure when the players hear these type of uh, things, even though they are comfortable in their decision, it can't, it can't go over very well. I mean, it just can't. Right. Right. Well, the last thing I want to talk to you about was this Watson situation. I, Googled if the Cleveland Browns could get out of this contract. And then it hit me. What really, I started thinking, I mean, they really shouldn't be in this position anyway. That that NFL commissioner with no balls should have avoided that trade or not let it go through until they, this, something went, was gone on with these allegations, until it was further, further uh, investigated or something. I mean, do you, what's your what's your take on that? Why did they that? I don't think the I don't think the NFL. I don't think Roger Goodell had that power, even though he's the commissioner. I don't believe he could have done that. Um, so uh, that's my opinion. I, well, you know what? I I mean, what, what, but but what's he gonna what, what what's he gonna do it on? He was found. Uh, he was not convicted by a grand jury. I don't believe that they. I think right. the NFL would have lost that if that particular situation had gone to court. Right. He was found. He was not convicted. By a grand jury, uh, so I don't see the I don't see how the commissioner right. had any power there. Okay. Hey, by the way, well, we know. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I, I I seen Rich Eisen's take on it. I don't know. If I sent I sent it to you. I don't know if you watched it or not. But Rich Eisen had. I mean, he basically said the same stuff you did, but uh, he was very disgusted uh, with hit with his take, but. Uh, now they they're saying I, I was reading um, uh, gosh darn it what was it uh, it was a football a football article today um, the daily or the daily caller uh, sports and entertainment editor David Hookstead David Hookstead yep and he basically said since 
the contract, there's so many more women now, it's elevated, it's passed what the contract agreed on, that now there's new circumstances. He believes that the Browns can get out of the contract. I mean, I, I find that hard to believe. I find that very hard to believe. But, you know, again, I don't have his contract in front of me. Hey, real quickly, I want to get back to what Bob Costa said because I've got someone that said they didn't know. So I'm going to read this real quick. Quote, he said this on CNN. There are no two ways around it. It's blood money. This is not like the AFL was once a challenge to the NFL or the ABA or World Hockey Association to the established leagues. Maybe fans of a team would say, gee, we wish our guy didn't go over there. That isn't the case. This is Saudi blood money. We know all we know to know about the royal family and what they have done. It's not just Khashoggi. It's not just the ongoing oppression of women and gays. They are directly or indirectly tied, according to U.S. and British intelligence, to the 9-11 event. Yeah, 12 of the 15 hostage takers were yeah. Saudis. Not hostage takers, terrorists. No one took any hostages. Oh, they well, I shouldn't say that's that's not true. Flight ninety three, you could say that, but I mean, let's just call them what they are—murderers. They're murderers. They're yeah. They were just total sleaze of the earth. I mean, just uh, it's disgusting. Any, anyways. Uh, okay, so with that said, with that said, again, again, uh, their links to the nine eleven event. Are is Bob Costas, Phil Mushnick, and others? Are they right when they say that these players are taking blood money from the Saudis? Well, where are they on China and all this other these other countries? I mean, now you know they won't let Russians play in certain turn. You know, they voided them from certain yeah. things, and yeah. you know why? If we're gonna pick and choose who we think whose sin is greater than who other sin is, then let's let's be judge and jury. If you want to say hu human, uh, you know, how to treat human rights and everything, China with their the way they treat their people. I mean, they're probably not murdering them and doing, uh, and I, I know the and the gay policies not take, they do make people, they do, Force abortions. They do make people. We have one child. They do the forced labor. Uh, they have. You, you can't argue against the government. You're put in jail. You know, long-term, horrible jails. So the. Hey, you know, make sure you add some things to the United States too, because we live in a far from perfect country, as we all know. I mean, the world is looking at us and go, "Wow, that's a country." where children aren't safe going to school, among other things. I mean, so you know, I I, I think you make a great point. Um, I think this entire world is off its axis, all right? And everything is so screwed up that you're absolutely yeah. correct. You know, the world went to Beijing for the Olympics just uh, five months ago, all right? The entire world went to Beijing and participated yeah. in the Olympics. So I think we need to be careful how we characterize or how we throw stones at people. I think you're exactly right. Right. It, I'm, that's what I'm telling you. Yeah. Oh, hey. Did I ask you about the situation? I mean, uh, with uh, uh, gosh darn it, the guy with for the football coach uh, Del Rio. Have I talked to you, or you have you discussed that yet? I don't know. I did. A, I did. A, I did a rant on it. So I would suggest you know, I if you want to know it. how I feel about it, go well, go back and look at my rant. What is today? Thursday. I think it was Monday. Monday, uh, maybe Tuesday. But listen, it's always good hearing yes. from you. You take care and have a good afternoon. All right. Oh well, okay. All I want to say is, oh, he go still ahead. Has a job, and you and you didn't. 
and I don't think that's fair. Well, well first of all, I should still have a job, and he, he should still have his job too. So I think well, we can. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, I, I believe. Yep. I believe. Okay. Thanks, buddy. Take care. All right. Let's get to uh, some more phone calls right here on Listen App. And we are going to bring in Jerry. Jerry, you're next here. How are you today? Hi, Jerry. How are you doing today, sir? I'm good, buddy. What's happening? Hey, Grant. I've got a question for you. You were just telling Jeff right now that uh, if Roger Roger Goodell, uh, um, he could not have stopped that signing of Deshaun Watson. But then again... I, I I don't know though. I don't know. Oh, that. I, oh. I'm, 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 that's I, I don't have any facts to that. That's just based me. After a grand jury decides not to indict him, that's just me trying to use common sense here. But I I, I don't know that one hundred percent. But go ahead. Okay, because I was going to say that if Roger Cadell could do that, then uh, then why could uh, so. So if Roger Cadell could do that, then he would also uh, like uh, decide on himself on what the penalty, how many years this guy's not going to play. Okay, I'm sorry, Grant. I misunderstood. I'm sorry. Yeah, no problem. I'm just saying once the grand jury decided not to indict, okay, Deshaun Watson, then I don't really know what mm-hmm. legal recourse the commissioner of the NFL would have to void a trade. I see. Uh, one more thing, Grant. Um, who do you like tonight, uh, Boston or Golden State? I would like to see the series go seven, but something tells me the Warriors are going to win this game tonight. Uh, and I wonder if we're going to have a close game, something that has not happened in the NBA playoffs very much of this year. You know that none of these games have been uh, decided by fewer than 10 points. I mean, how about – wouldn't it be nice to see a game with a minute left and the game tied? <laughs> and, Grant, uh, just uh, member two uh, – Curry did not have a good game last game. So wouldn't it be something if he goes off for, let's say, 40-45 and the Celtics beat the Warriors? All right, here's the flip side of that, because I always like to talk about things before they could happen. What would happen if Curry played another bad game tonight? And let's just say that the Warriors lost. Let's just say they lost, okay? And what would happen if they went home and lost game seven? Then what would the narrative be about Curry? Not that he's not a great player, because he is a great player, but you know everyone would be questioning, gee, you know, he's not this without Kevin Durant, he's not that without Durant, blah, 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 blah. So you always have to look at the flip side and what the narrative will be if the Warriors end up losing tonight and end up losing on Sunday, all right? And and Curry's not Steph Curry. You know it and I know it. So, yes, I think you're correct, and I think Curry will be the MVP but if 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 by chance that happened, and I find that really unlikely, but that's what the talk would be. Yeah, yeah, Grant. But then again, too, uh, didn't Curry uh, win championships before Cameron Durant got there? The first one he won without Durant. Yes. Okay, I see. All right, sir. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Love the show, Grant. Thanks, Jerry. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, I mean, the Rant won two when he was there, but uh, they did win one uh, without without Durant. I'm just saying, you know, you got to put it out there. It goes both ways. That's, again, that's what we're dealing with. I I, I would in, I would be inclined uh, to pick Golden State in this game, tip off in about 45 minutes. I, I would. That's the way I would look at it. But, you know, the, when I'm looking at the Warriors, I just think top to bottom, they're a little bit better. They're a little bit better. By the way, one footnote to what's gone on at the U.S. Open. Phil Mickelson has received uh, large ovations and a very receptive crowd towards him this week leading up to the uh, practice rounds. I didn't see a lot of today's round with Phil, so uh, I don't I don't know that. All right. I'm just saying it's um, very interesting. So it seems like a lot of fans don't care. You can say whatever you want about the blood money. It just seems to me uh, that a lot of the fans don't really seem to care. And as far as players not wanting to come work out for Sacramento like Jaden Ivey, you know, if you're a, if you're a Sacramento, you don't even pay attention to that stuff. It's a, that, that doesn't matter. If we draft you, you're playing for us and you don't really have a choice. So if you don't want to come work out for us, that's not going to change how we evaluate what's best for us, okay? That would not in any way, shape, or form deter me from taking a player. Uh, it just wouldn't, you know? You don't, get a, you don't get a chance to play where you want. That's why it's called the draft, all right? That's just the way it is. So that, that would not at all deter me. You know, I know a lot of people think Jabari Smith's going one. You know, he's the power forward out of Auburn. Uh, I'm seeing uh, Bancaro go two, Holmgren go two. I'm seeing, you know, mock drafts that have Ivy going two. I have Ivy going three. Uh, you know, I'm seeing that there are a couple teams, one being Sacramento, that really like uh, Dyson Daniels. You know, G League player. I. I don't really know, uh, but I'm just know this. I would trade the pick if I'm Sacramento. All right. I would trade it. If I could trade it, I'm trading it. There are going to be players that are taken in the top five next week that end up being bust or not nearly as good as their draft position. It's going to happen. Happens every year. It's going to happen this year. And Chet Holmgren, who looks like a stick out on the floor. And again, he might be the very best player in this draft five years from now. He might be. But I'm not taking a guy that's seven feet tall and 195 if I'm the Sacramento Kings. And again, he could have the most star power in this draft. A lot of people think he does. I'm not waiting around for him to become 230 and 240 and 250. Not doing it. Okay. Not going that way. And here's the other deal. I don't know how that extra weight is going to affect his limbs and his ligaments and his tendons and everything else. All right? So, you know, you take a guy that's 195 and all of a sudden you turn him into a 250, well, or 240 or whatever. I don't know how that's going to 
react to his body. I don't know. I don't know how his body's going to react to that. That's too big of a gamble for me. If I'm Sacramento, I'm not going there. I am not going there. You know, Ivy is a an incredible athlete. athlete. He's an elite athlete. You know, people are talking about him and Deer and Fox and talking about, you know, the fastest backcourt in the league. Well, that's great if I'm in a relay race. I don't really care if it's the fastest backcourt in the league. I, mean, that, that, I don't care. So you can run fast, big deal. Can you shoot? Well, De'Aaron Fox can't. All right. Can De'Aaron Fox play defense? Well, he hasn't. So I, what, what, I don't care if you're, you know, freaking the, the, the fastest guy in the world. I don't care if you're Usain Bolt. All right. What difference does that make? So you're fast. Great. You put pressure on the defense. Great. So you're going to score 130 and give up 140 every night. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I'm sorry. Do, do a little bit more, would you please? And I'm not saying that Ivy can't do more, all right? But if you're asking me, I'm trading the pick. That's the direction uh, I would go. Just the way I'm looking at it. And by the way, I don't care that the guys plays guard. You know, the Kings need good basketball players. I don't care. You know, to me, if I'm going to take the pick at four, I'm taking best player available. And I don't want to contradict myself. If when you get to number four, if Chet Holmgren is the best player on your board, then that's who you take. I wouldn't, but I'm telling you that's how I would run the draft. If I get to number four and the very best player on the board is Chet Holmgren on my draft board, that's who I'm taking. Like if you have Holmgren as the second best player in the draft or the first or the third, and they don't, the teams ahead of Sacramento don't take him and he's there at number four, that's who you take. We know the guy's going to be able to block shots, all right? He also shot the ball very well from downtown, but he's 195 pounds. He's seven feet tall. Think about that for a minute, all right? Think about that. So I... I don't know if he's going number one. Uh, you know, we look at Paulo Bancaro out of Duke. I think this guy might be the safest pick in the in the top five. All right. We're talking about 6'10, 250. Uh he does, he just seems like he's got the NBA game. So there you have it. Those are some of the players that you're going to hear pick next week. Uh, you'll hear Daniel's pick. You'll hear Keegan Murray. All right. Shaden Sharp. You know, A.J. Griffin. That's going to be coming up next week, and we will focus uh, on that as well. All right. Any more calls? Uh, now is the time uh, to hit me up as we're all going to get ready, or I think a lot of us are, uh, to uh, watch the uh, game six tonight. U.S. Open again. A couple of guys uh, in the top groups that I've never even heard of. <laughs> I got to tell you, uh, you know, I, I, I always am, am kind of like, I don't want to say embarrassed, but I'm like, should I really tell people that I've never heard of a guy leading the, like Adam Hadwin out of Canada? You know, I don't see his name atop the leaderboard very often. Let me, let me Google him, not Google him. Let me get some more information. All right. So let me see where he's been this year. Um, I was just trying to find out, uh, 
his ranking. And, you know, again, doesn't mean the guy, the guy's obviously a hell of a, every, all these golfers are, you know, uh, tremendous golfers. All right. I mean, it's just the way it is. So in the Canadian Open, he was tied for 35th, had a pretty good round at pretty good tournament at the Memorial, tied for 18th, tied for 71st at the PGA Championship. And the week before that, uh, missed the cut at the Byron Nelson. So there you have it. That's a little of the recent information on the current leader of the U.S. Open. So he won, what, 142,000 uh, at the Memorial. Again, he missed the cut at the Byron Nelson. But, you know, missing the cuts, I mean, and he missed a cut before that in New Orleans. But you know, hey, listen, he's a professional golfer. It's not like the guy can't play. I don't mean to like insult him. I'm not trying to do that. I'm just saying, you know, I, I don't hear a lot from Adam Hadwin. Uh, I guess if you watch the tour every week, then yes. But he's currently in the lead uh, at the U.S. Open uh, at Brookline. Phil Mickelson, in all likelihood, barring a miracle round tomorrow, uh, will not be around uh, for the weekend. All right. He will not be around. Dustin Johnson, pretty good round today. Uh, two under bar. Roy McElroy, one off the pace. Uh, at three under par. All right, so tomorrow, we will talk about tonight's game six, and I want some Father Father's Day memories on the show tomorrow, all right? Father's Day on Sunday, uh, give me some of your top memories, either with your dad or you as a dad, all right? And I uh, would love to hear from you tomorrow, right here on Listen Up. Again, if you didn't get a chance, check out my show uh, that I did earlier today with Eric Burns and Sean Salisbury. It's up on my various podcast platforms. So you can just, we spent about what, 35 minutes today. We got in and out. We hit a couple of topics. We talked about the game tonight. Uh, we talked about the uh, situation going on in the golf world. We talked a little hockey and we talked about the Yankees. I, I asked them if the Yankees don't win a championship, does it really matter? And to me, it, their historic season they're having to me would not matter. Because if you're the Yankees and you have that type of payroll, just like the Dodgers, you know, don't don't be bragging if you're not in the World Series. Don't want to hear about it. You know, like the Dodgers last year, they had a great regular season. They finished a game behind the Giants, beat the Giants in the divisional round, and lost to the Braves. They lost to the Braves. Braves won the pennant. Do I think that's a good year for the Dodgers? I don't. I don't. Not at all. All right. Hey, make it a good one, everybody. I'll talk to you tomorrow right here on Listen Up. So long, everybody. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch -ch 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 -chumba. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, forward, by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.